Welcome to the Don't Break the Oath podcast. Today's show, we're going to be talking about giants in all aspects of giantry. And uh, I'm joined with and- by Andy today. Good morning. Essentially, tales of giants go way back to the dawn of history, from the Old Testament, folklore, fairy tales, and of course, on tins of sweet corn. Well, these, well, these giants aren't so jolly. <laughs> Indeed. Uh, there are lots of people that might be listening to today's show thinking there's no such things as giants. And other people that might be thinking, well, if there was, they're not around anymore. Well, there's a conspiracy for you. You're wrong on both counts. Giants are real and are still being seen today. And here's something else to blow your mind. There's more than one type. By the more than one type. Uh, depending where you go around the world, and we'll get into some stories shortly, uh, the giant description varies. Uh, you get, in America, you have the, the uh, Native Americans talking about going to war with giants, but teaming up with the red-haired giants, which were said to be about nine foot tall, but going against giants that were even bigger. So you're talking about two different races of giants yeah. Yeah. In, in, uh, in America. And you've also got, nowadays, people are strongly linking the mounds, that the, uh, the earthworks, if you like, that are, that are made in America, attributed to Native Americans. But now people are starting to look into it more closely and starting to think that actually there could be the first people that got there, the giants, if you will, they built them, and they're yep. calling them the mound builders now. But uh, in in general, uh, and I don't know if you found this, but in in my um, looking through the giants, uh, researching them, I get a general height of nine foot plus, and I mean it goes right up to twenty feet tall, which is you know decent sized yep. creature. And again, I'm starting most of these giant stories from nine foot plus because. Anything up to nine foot, I'm, I'm, or just below nine foot, let's say eight foot, anything up under that is kind of going to be seen as a big foot. Mm. And I think a lot of stories now, nowadays, anyone sees something in the forest or the woods or whatever, the first initial thing is going to be Bigfoot. Big and I think yeah. you know, a lot of these giant stories are getting missed now because of that. Bigfoot phenomenon, if you like. I think there's a lot of creatures coming out now uh, because of the, the, you know, because now the internet and uh, people tell stories. Now we're getting these stories coming out of all these other creatures now. You know what I mean? Especially Bigfoot and yeah. the Dogman and all the stuff. So it's all coming out. And you find that, don't you? You find yeah. that you get these um, similar creatures reported all around the world. Yeah. And it's only like recently where people have caught... I mean, uh, dragons, for instance. Everyone knows that everyone's yeah. got a yeah. dragon history. So, you know, that to me, that sounds like something... It must be based, in fact, somewhere online. But the general description for giants is, like, say, nine foot... Plus, uh, up to 20 foot tall. Generally speaking, they have four toes, which again is different from the Bigfoot. Yep. That's a good way to spot a giant story from uh, a Bigfoot story. Because, like I say, if you go back in history and look through stories, you will notice that occasionally they do state that it's four-toed. Mm. You can actually, if you just Google four-toed Bigfoot tracks, you'll see yeah. that they, you know, they're out there. Generally fair-covered, and it's normally reddish uh, brown to reddish-brown fair. Most people say slim-looking, but muscular. Yeah. So... Like um, like a basketball player, or you know that sort of yeah. that sort of build. Uh, they say that they have prominent brows, uh, a flatter nose than us, but is hooded. Uh, sometimes wearing clothes. It depends again it. on the terrain exactly. and, and the exact are, environment yeah. of, the, of the place. So obviously, obviously, I don't know if it's just ornamental use of of, of clothing because it looks like mm. they don't actually need them because the colder climates don't seem to have. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's weird, isn't it? But. And that's to come anything from like just rough leather, mm. hide stitched together, whatever. Nothing, you know, I'm not saying they're wearing fucking Adidas hoodies. <laughs> no, I'm not, really, not and, traders, uh, I hope, no. And then, um, although someone will probably dig up a 
dig up a skeleton soon. We've had enough yeah, training. Yeah, we'll like, do. We'll put it on there on Facebook. Seen that, we? Yeah. And then, um, generally speaking, uh, half the accounts roughly say that they're carrying clubs or you know weaponry. So, again, that, that varies from your Bigfoots. It's, uh, yeah, because obviously I did my research uh, before and I said uh, I've come across a, a couple of tribes of giants who uh, you know carry clubs. You know, mm. so it must be kind of a tribal thing, you know. Yeah, clubs yeah, depending or, on the yeah, yeah absolutely. Well, and, uh, well, maybe I don't know. Maybe it's just a case of some. Sometimes people see the giants and they're just moving rather than oh, if they're out hunting. They might be taking a yeah. out with them, or whatever. And then you know, other times when they're not hunting, they won't be. So you know, it could be something just as basic as that, couldn't it? But um, uh, so that's basically a quick description of giants. Uh, oh, just just point out the hair. Yeah, but generally speaking, the hair covered, yeah. but. Um, a lot of people say that the giants that they saw are bald. Yeah. Uh, some say that they hair, they have hair, but it start it starts sort of further back from the, you know, like a balding spot. Yeah. Top, and then the hair starts back. back. Yeah. Um, I've also found yeah, I've also found out that for, especially with Norway, uh, the mythology down there is that most of them don't have necks. You mm. know, they've just got the heads real on hunched, the real hunch, but they've yeah. got, they haven't got really any necks. And that, that's you know. too dissimilar from what people mm. describe. Yeah. Bigfoot, yeah. Well. So. Uh, maybe they're closely linked to them. I don't know. Possible. I said it's all linked. It's but all linked. Some people say they do look more human in, in some of these guards, but when you're talking about twenty foot tall, it yeah. just gets a bit out of the realms of uh, human, doesn't it? When I say this goes back to the Bible and all that, you, you, most people know the passage from Genesis six four, which basically states that there were giants in the earth in those days, and also after that, when the sons of God came unto the daughters of men. They bear children to them. The same became mighty men, which were old men of renown. And there's a few passages in the Bible and uh, which you know talk about giants. And they're yeah. generally speaking, they're known as the Nephilim. Yeah. Uh, when we talk about thing, and, and you know, giant skeletons are being dug up all over the world all the time. Uh, I was looking recently. There was one in Romania. When I say recently. I mean it was 1970, but it was a Romanian gold mine. And they dug up this uh, skeleton, I think that was 12 foot tall. But again, mm. it was whisked away. Yeah, of course it was, um, yeah. There was some in France in the 1500s. And they found this big sarcophagus, I think it was uh, 20 foot long and 9 foot wide. Which, if you if you listen to what uh, Hitchens speaks about and the Anunnaki and that, you get you get a similar sort of yeah. size going on there. But this, this sarcophagus, and when they say this, they dug this sarcophagus, it had bones in it. But later, the that paleontologist and that said it was these bones of this like uh, ancient elephant, yeah, uh, real long bones and stuff. And you get that again in ancient Greece with the cyclops. You get uh, bones being dug up, and then people attributing to giants. And then later on, people say, "Oh no, it was just the mastodons." Well, story, then, then again, we know it's just that's just a, a cover story. Yeah, you know? exactly, it's like, yeah. like a Roswell. Yeah. you know, with, with a ship. Oh, don't, it's not. It's not a ship. It's just a weather balloon. Yeah. So people yeah. believe it's just yeah. a weather balloon. Again, it's just of a smokescreen. Yeah. That's what they're doing. And I think you have to, you know, it's easy to look at that Mastodon skull or the, the you know, and look at it mm. and think, I can see how I can see how that could happen. But again, like you just said, you've got to look past that. Yeah, you've got to, because yeah. there's a huge cover-up, definitely cover-up. These are Greeks and, uh, and all the rest of it. You know, look at the, look at the, you know, everything they knew and that. And you think they're really going to come mm. across a bone like that and just assume that's, no. you know, it just, no. you know, that is a bit silly. 
But then you've got the Greeks and that also they said, you know, the Greeks say that, you know, well, these monsters at them days was here. But I, I, I don't think I said in the last show that everything from Greece down to Rome whether is from Atlantean. It's Atlantis, mm. uh, it's Atlant- Atlantis knowledge come down from Atlantis to Greece. So I reckon these creatures, these giants, they've been here for, I reckon they've been here before us. Yeah. And I think they still walk the air today. But there's a big cover up from the government saying, oh, they're not, hush it up, hush it up, we'll cover it up, you know. Which I'll talk later on about in the show, yeah, a, a bit about Norway. Yeah. But one of the first reports I came across was this one, which was featured in the Chronicles of the Wilkesboro, and it was on. It was reported in uh, on the fifth of February, nineteen o two. The actual event took place on January fourteenth of that year, and it happened in uh, Bannock County. And essentially, what happened is there was a group of skaters, ice skaters, having a you know good time on the ice, and then all of a sudden there was um, they heard yelling and screeching, and then they saw this eight foot a tall, hair-covered, human-looking monster carrying a club, uh, running and yelling towards them. Anyway, the guys, they, tri- they managed to get back into the wagons and get, get out of the area. But later on, a group of men went back to the area and found tracks. Now, these tracks were meant, some reports say that there was four-toed tracks, mm. uh, but there's measuring 22 inches long and 7 inches wide. You know, 22 inches long and... So basically, ten, you know, that, you know, that's a, a big, that's a big, a big uh, yeah, that's it? a big creature. That and they were saying, you know, and it was the thing was running at them, and they said it was at least eight foot tall. Yeah. So you know, if you're on skates and you, you're trying to get away from something to judge the height of something, so you know it was big. It's big. Essentially, yeah. what they're saying. So eight foot could have been possibly could have been bigger than that, but that's like. But the tracks will the tracks say that anyway. You know what I mean? There's, well, the tracks, so, yeah, yeah, the tracks allude yeah, yeah. to it being a lot bigger. Absolutely. Yeah. And essentially, that's what. You know, this is this is this report, and they still go down as a bigfoot report. Yeah. Because oh look, it must have been a bigfoot. bigfoot but when yeah. you when you read that it was carrying a club and and it was obviously highly aggressive, and that's one thing to point out with giants. Mm. A lot of the times they're aggressive, whereas the bigfoot's more elusive. Yeah. And, you know, occasionally as uh, and people do go missing. So I mean, you know, can you say people that go missing obviously don't report being attacked by a bigfoot? So just is go it, missing. Is it just a bigfoot? It's another but, creature in the woods, not the bigfoot. You know. But is there something else there? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Uh, there was another report. It was um, the Offenoko Swamp, and this uh, creature that lived in there was called the the Man Mountain. That's what the Native Americans referred to it as. But again, essentially, this swamp was uh, uninhabited, and you know, no one went back there due to the swamp being full of quicksand, swamp gas, which is said to drive you mad, poisonous snakes, alligators, and then the general insects that live in a swamp. But there was some big game in there, and mm. You know, the white settlers heard the legends by the Native Americans and just thought it was full of shit. So, essentially, these two guys went back there. Uh, these two Way County hunters headed in, and it wasn't long until they found footprints more than 18 inches long and 9 inches wide, which, again, a decent-sized footprint. Yep. Later that same night, they heard screaming, and essentially they just got out of the swamp, and that was it. But when they went back to town and told a few people, the story got around... And then you get the macho, you know. So a, a, a group was formed, a hunting party of nine men to go back into the swamp and find this creature, you know. So anyway, they was armed to the teeth. They had rifles, pistols, even swords. And they headed back into the swamp. Now, they were said that they was in the swamp for a couple of weeks before they came across the first, they found yeah. the tracks again. And then again, it was the same similar size tracks to what the guys reported firstly. But the, the idea was that they set up camp for that night after finding the tracks and then the following morning they'd follow yep. the tracks into the woods and uh, into the swamp, sorry, and, and find this um, creature. But that didn't happen because that night the men were attacked. Now again, this thing came running out, screaming, uh, shouting, 
and it just started ripping heads off. Mm. I mean, the guys grabbed the guns and started blasting it, and it managed to kill five of the guys before before the others managed to bring it down. Now, it, it chose to kill the guys by ripping their heads off, yeah. which is... Um, you know, that's that's another, another thing. That Travel, yeah, about, so, you know, I'll tell you that later yeah, on, yeah. especially with the, the troll hunter, the film itself, yeah, exactly. and bits and bobs. So, yeah, so. yeah it's, actually, it's actually tribal. The trophies, it's, it's animalistic as well, but, you know, I just think... Just, you know, he's a... Yeah, yeah he's, go piss him off. The yeah. Tribes ourselves. <coughs> but essentially, yeah, it ripped five guys' heads off, and the, the other guys managed to bring it down with a volley of gunfire. Like I said, even when it was on the ground, it was writhing and lashing out and screaming, mm. trying to grab the guys until it eventually died. And they managed to measure it. Now, it, it was said to be 13 foot long and obviously hair covered. But the thing is with this, um, the guys come obviously bring it back in. I mean, imagine this, a 13 foot long creature. Mm. I, mean, I don't know why they just didn't hack a piece of it or whatever, but they didn't want to be in there any longer than they had to be because the, the screaming and all the gunfire, and that, they didn't want to attract any, they thought they might yeah, attract them, so they just got out of there. And that's essentially how they left. When you think of giants and, and all the rest of it, I mean, a lot of people nowadays will think of Lord of the Rings and, you know, trolls, giants. And Which a lot of that yeah. is based in Norse mythology. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Uh, you know, Scandinavian mythology. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Lord of the Rings itself is based on quite a lot. Tolkien, he, he knew a lot about it. He must have, he, he's done the research. And, he's, you know, the orcs itself, you know, which is small, the small ones. But the big giants, you know, I never... I mean, it's, and to that, too, I literally researched all this and looked into it and got. I'm going back ugh, a lot, long, long, long time. Uh, even uh, Nephelm, you know, the, the Dwarf mythology. Uh, the, the, I mean, they're basic. Uh, what they believe in does nine worlds of living. Yeah. You know, nine worlds. Uh, the lowest one. Uh, I mean, I watched. Uh, I've watched some films, and the Troll Hunter to me was uh, just amazing. Mm. You know, uh, I mean, I never. Since I've done that, my research and watched the, troll, watched the movie, I'm there's no doubt in my mind that they're there. Yeah, the, the there's a forest. lot of um, we was talking about this. I mean, there's a lot of truth hidden in films. Oh, definitely. You know, they, you know, they like to hide truth in plain sight. Yeah, because they laugh at you. you. Think you're an animal, so they laugh at you. They put it in all these films to put the truth. But Lord of the Rings basically tell you. You know, I mean, what got me uh, is right near the end. Uh, when the Bilbo Baggins and Frodo go go away, they have to go on the boat. They go with the elves to the boat, and then Galdar stands up. He says, "Oh, why, why are you going?" He says, well, "I'm afraid this is this is the time of man. Mm. We're going now. Mm. This is the time for man." Yeah. So not weird. The magic goes, but now yeah. man's yeah. building up. We'll leave man to what he's got to do. And again, that that that, that tells you could so point to our actual history. But the, but the creatures still happened. stayed. Yeah. Yeah, the creatures you know, were still there, but creatures the were still there. Now, now, magic or was gone. Or energy, yeah. If you want, we'll, we'll, we'll leave man magic. to. We'll leave man to grow up and evolve. We'll, we'll leave man no more. Well, there is hidden sorcery as we know, but I mean, the, we'll just leave man to evolve, see how he goes. But it is a time of man. Um, but the the troll hunter. I mean, I watched the, the movie because this was made in uh, two thousand, uh, and it's got and it's. In all in Norwegian, so obviously you need subtitles, mm. but I couldn't find a link for any subtitles, so I just watched the film. And even out, even about the subtitles, it's full of it government corruption, cover up, it's, yeah. it's yeah. covered in it, you know. Mm. Uh, and it's telling you in the movie what we're doing. And I, I mean, there's a part of the movie where there's this small town's being harassed, I think, but it's by its, it's goats and livestock are getting killed, and that, and the people are getting worried. And the, so the government uh, bring this guy in. Anyway, it's definitely a troll. Mm. So this guy kills his troll. And we know, should, I suppose film. at this point we should point out that in Scandinavia, 
when they talk about trolls, they are actually talking about giants. You know, yeah. Like our, our view of trolls sometimes is these things like one end of pencil or long end. Yeah, well, that's, that's another yeah. cover up. That's yeah. a, no, a couple, so, couple yeah, inches yeah. tall, but actually, in, in this, there, this thing was about, these, yeah, these this things. is about, I mean, what I saw in the film, and they must have portrayed it as well. This thing was about 19, 10 feet tall, and it was vicious. Yeah. It just got sheep, banged it, and so eating it, you know, nothing. A load of livestock was being killed. Yeah, so anyway, they brought this guy in, in, in you know, it was in the film, it, it, it was like, he's seen the Blair Witch. It's like that. It's a found footage. Yeah, it's yeah. a it's a video yeah. docu, but it, it's like, but it you know, but it, you just could sense that they're the telling you what's going on in this place. <laughs> so anyway, this thing was a uh, this this giant was uh, harassed, was killing all the livestock. So this this guy comes in, gets this uh, find this find this giant, kills it, and next thing you know, this fan comes in, and the Russians from Russia, and they bring this huge, massive round bear, huge, but it's dead. They killed it. So they put this in the woods next to the town, right? And then they get these poles with these bear tracks and they plant them all over the place, yeah. right? The town yeah. people come in and say, got it, we killed it, it's a bear. Yeah, so they use the bear as a scapegoat. But they know the, you know, yeah. so obviously there's a huge cover-up, you know, I mean, it's 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 rife. So that's essentially know. pointing out how this could be carried out, how the cover-up... I think it's everywhere. Absolutely. Come on, you know? yeah. When you see something... When you see something at face value that doesn't quite add up, yeah. you know, a lot of people just look at that and uh, if it's in the paper or whatever, they'll look at it and say, look at all these sheep that were killed. Oh, mm. look, it's a bear. Yeah. Next page. You know what I mean? Yeah, next page. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a bear. That's yeah, it. Yeah. You know what I mean? But, it's nothing, you know. you know. And we get a lot of this um, in the UK, uh, particularly England, we get a lot of these massacres where sheep will be, you know, like yeah. 20, 30 sheep oh, yeah. killed in a night. And because we've got no natural predators in this mm. country, I mean, obviously people point out that we have got black black cats, but mm. that's another show. Yeah, yeah, that's another show. Um, and obviously, we've touched on dogmen in the past. But, yep. Um Essentially, because we've got no real predators other than foxes and stuff, the the natural conclusion is if this happens in England, it's a satanic cult. Yeah. So the police will put out uh, a report saying, "Well, we're looking for a satanic cult." Now yep. nobody's seen anybody, you know, and it, to kill a lot of sheep in in that short a space of time is yep. is difficult without making too much noise. Uh, but they'll see, and there was there was one in the uh, paper not so long back, and it was actually fe- featured on. Uh, a show called uh, Rich Planet, and if you go on there and you and you look at that, you'll you'll see it was like the you know the lady she she saw a horse at like I don't know six o'clock at night mm. it was dusk or whatever she fed him or whatever next morning early morning she went out and the horse was uh, dead it had puncture wounds all over it I think it was near, you know general mutilated, mutilated. yeah yeah um, yeah sanguinated for of blood. Uh, yeah, all missing in saying a lot of missing blah blah blah, and they had an autopsy done on it, and they struggled for ages to get the results back. Um, there you, you go, know, you know smoke I mean? screen. Yeah, but, but essentially, the police straight away they come, they have a look at it, and they said, right, we're looking for a satanic cult. Yeah, uh, and that were it. So people believe it. You yeah, say, no, that's it. Because like I say, they, yeah. they don't. There's no follow up. It's no. just we're looking for it. They never say, oh, we can't have caught. I think actually in that case they did. Re- they did say they got somebody for right. it, yeah. Um, but then later he was let go wonder, without yeah, yeah. charge. Yeah. So they just, you know, they, but again, it's like they, they put, said they got someone, but yeah. that's it. They put the story out there, and then that's it. Move on, you know what I mean? Leave it, you know, cover up, cover up, cover up. Move on, move on. And you know that's that happens in this country. So you can only imagine what uh, that, but you know, could happen in a in a wilderness. What you're talking about in. You know, in Norway and such. Yeah, and I said you got features the hot spot. The, the hot spot I got was in Fairmark, and then what I dig dig some deep and as I, I, I dig and dig because I, I don't take it faith. I got to see this, you know. And um, one of them was the 1949 Atlantic Treaty, where after the war the Germans went. Of course, because Norway's so close to the Russian border. Mm-hmm. Um, at that time, NATO wanted to come in and like be its guardian. You see, because of the Cold War. 
And anyway, the, the, in 1949, the North Atlantic Treaty was signed and Norway was part of it. But Norway said, yes, you can come in and take care of blah, 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 blah. But there's a place you can't come into. You know, we want no, uh, no naval, no, uh, no armies, nothing. There's no reconnaissance. You don't go in this here. And it was fair, uh, a place called Fairmark. And it's uh, 23, 23 miles east. And it links to the fields, and there's thousands of miles of forest and all that. But the, for some reason, the Norway government would not let anybody in. Mm. Nobody goes in there. It's, it's demilitarized. Nobody. I mean, Norway, the Norwegians can go in and do what they'll see, but any outside influence is not allowed in that area. Mm. And I'm thinking, what they hiding? Yeah. What is down there? What they're hiding um, from there? This is a, a, a huge amount of land. And mm. And what was the population in this particular area? Uh, 77,000. Right, yeah, so he's talking about a really small population. Again, like, like, like you said, Lee, Alaska. Yeah, Alaska, Very small yeah, population. Yeah, yeah. But then what got me is, well, really, I said, what's going on here? They, they have got satellite bases. I think they're bunkers, satellite bunkers. Mm. But these, they're not facing the sky. They're facing the ground. Yeah. So what what are they looking out in them, in that huge area? You know, what's... I My thing is... Obviously, there's, there's thousands of miles of uh, forests and there's caves and mountains. I mean, there's, there, I'm looking at them, I'm thinking giants. Yeah. And I'm thinking they're there and they're coming out sometimes. And I think the government know, the Norwegian government know about this. I think the people know, most people. Um, and I think it's a big cover-up. And I think uh, now, is these creatures coming out and these government taking them out? Or are they keeping them caged yeah, in, yeah. you know? Was, uh, um... But so much... Evidence a, out there for it. A recent case with 2006 that we found in that There was some stories, and there was some from Sweden as well, but they was only kind of sightings and encounters, not really, you know. But essentially, um, Sweden backs onto yeah, Norway. Yeah, and, yeah, so. and actually, where that Fairmark area is, it, it, it's, it's, if you like, it's a natural border between yeah, the two countries. That's right. It's a, it's a mountainous area. Yeah, so it, the, the roads are just. Uh, yeah. It's Norway, the other side of the mountains is Sweden. So they are kind of linked. So obviously, the, the rake with the mountains and the fields, of course, I think everything's linked. Yeah. But there was a case, I found that the most best case I've ever found was in 2006. And this is in Norway itself, and on a big hiding road. And this is documented, uh, and also by eyewitnesses. The only one I've really found, there might be more. Hopefully, some people might have some you know, more, more uh, shows for us, you know, some ideas for us. Anyway, uh, this, um, it was, it's in date, I think it was in. Approaching night time, I think it was just approaching night, or I can't maybe it's sometime in the evening anyway. And uh, what, from the, the eyewitness, uh, what it was, this guy, guy was driving a BMW on the road. All of a sudden, someone come out of the woods and started knocking shit out of his car. Mm. Right, you know, man, I, uh, I, look, I read the story and I thought, well, something comes out of the wood, a big giant, and he's knocking crap out of your car. The first thing you do is get out of the car. You would, yeah. yeah you know, well, <laughs> but uh, what I found I interesting. machine gun. Yeah, well, different, yeah. But this guy is actually, you've got this giant knocking shit out of your car, right? Jumping on it, right? On a BMW, right? Maybe his baby car. And this guy's, he's, and he's like, what? He must, the guy's in he's shock. He's freaking out, okay? Yeah, absolutely, yeah. Anyway, so I think the giant gets bored and he, he go and he's off he goes. Anyway, the police come, the ambulance service come, all that. Uh, and the police are looking for another car. They're mm. thinking that a car crash. Yeah, but there's yeah, no car, yeah, okay? Yeah. Anyway, this guy, this guy, this <laughs> driver, he's shouting to him, you know, giant, giant, yeah, big monster. monster now. Of course, yeah. they call the ambulance, think he's a bit, you know, yeah. he's been shocking. Or Anyway, eyewitness says, the eyewitness uh, says to him, uh, to, says that he's actually literally taken out from the car on the stretcher, strapped down and put the drug. Because yeah, he's, he's, he's... To get out of the car. Yeah, yeah absolutely. He's just, he's delirious. Yeah. And all he's, shout, he's, all he's shouting is giant, mm. giant. 
You know, this yeah. is so. This is in two thousand six. Yeah, and I never found any other vehicle. No, no evidence nope. of that. He'd crashed no, or... and I, I, I tried to follow up the link, but obviously I couldn't find any anymore. Yeah. And that is a that is a massive problem with the internet at the moment. Is uh, a lot of these stories you you'll be able to find the start of the story, but you can't find the meat. Yeah. It's like it's almost you'll find a link and you click on it and it's yeah. gone. Yeah, it's gone. It's yeah. just uh, it's, you just can't find that. Oh, let me. I've been onto links before, and I thought that looks interesting. And I'll go onto it, and it'll just say no link found. And I think, yeah. hang on, a minute, I'll just be on that link. So I think some things do, and I, there's a huge cover-up. I know that. There's a huge cover-up uh, of all these the creatures, and they do exist. They're here. And, I'm not, and sometimes they, people see them. Uh, so there's evidence for that, you know. And say, this account was in 2006. So what, that's and 10 that years ago. in Scandinavia. So we get reports from Scandinavia. We get reports from uh, America, which we've touched on. Yep. And there was a report that I found, on, which happened in the Solomon Islands. Now, the Solomon Islands... Are in the uh, South Pacific Ocean, which is essentially, uh, if you want, just north a bit from Australia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just the general Pacific. Location. Yeah, yeah. And um, this took place in the Guadalcanal, and it was during the war, during World War Two, and it was a Japanese army was in the Solomon Islands, and uh, so the Americans were there to to fight them. There's a big battle like the Guadalcanal, and this is where this story comes from. Now, it comes from the Japanese soldiers that were stationed there. And essentially, what they would be doing is doing uh, manoeuvres at night mm. through. The, you know, it's a massive, thick rainforest yeah. there, and they'd be mo- doing manoeuvres during the night, trying to keep quiet. And it started off by hearing the deer screaming, you know, ungodly yelling. But they said it sounded human, mm. but loud. Uh, and that was the first things that they noticed when they first got to the island. Anyway, after a few nights or whatever, they started bumping into these giants. Now, these giants again reported to be anywhere from ten to fifteen feet tall. Covered in reddish brown hair, I said they had massive, really well built arms and you know mm. good strength. And also, most of the time, they'd see them carrying clubs. And um, they don't actually, you know, reports there of actually wiping out units, entire units. Yeah. And they said that they would fire upon them, but there was just a pair of the gunfire. It's mm. like you know, either the skin's too thick, or um, I mean, a lot of these cases touch on the supernatural, but. You know, that's all we know is that they 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 shot them, but they mm. just didn't seem to have any effect. They just carried on wiping people out. Again, they that they one obviously they did have clubs, and, and one of the ways that they was killing people was tearing heads off as well. Yeah, again, so it, it seems tribal. It's oddly it, animalistic, you know. So that's an encounter, in, in a, and I know we uh, briefly t- talked about uh, Easter Island. Didn't mm. we? Yeah, the Easter Island, the I mean, uh, cabins there. And, yeah. Which I, I I believe again you you can go back to Lemuria for them ones. Mm. I mean, but them giants. I mean, they've dug down, haven't they? They've dug right down. Yeah, yeah. So what the was it? Uh, Twelve feet, thirteen yeah, feet. Yeah, but you got a lot more. Obviously, maybe so more. Originally, yeah. they just thought there was heads. Yeah. Know, well, so now they've gone down. They've got, got the bodies. bodies and... So the giants at them days, and then I think that well, I, I mean, I go. I've gone to my research again. Um, basically, that Pacific area. Uh, I'm not saying I'm mixing another show this one because I think the Mio was on another level, mm. you know, but it was, it came down to this level. But then Giants at them days, um, again, the, the, I, I think they are here, but they've been covered up, you know, they're just in these places. And I mean, there's so many accounts, you know, you can't write it off as a, a fantasy no, not or when a fiction. All over the world and, you and know, right up to the present day, they're, no. being, they're being seen. So I guess to close, we should really touch on. Uh, this is like the conspiracy corner part of the show, but we should really touch on where we think, well, A, where do we think these 
creatures could be living, mm. and uh, and B why we think it's possibly being covered up. Mm. Um, so where would they be? You know, well, I mean, where would they hide? I mean, we're talking about. I'm, well, I'm obviously with the Norway one. I mean, I, I did know, I did research, and uh, there was two tribe. Well, one tribe they called the Jotun, or that one. I think they're also called by another name called the Jotnar. And of course, they, again, were clubs, mm. you know, and no neck really. But that, that is uh, you're going back uh, a long time uh, through Viking, through Norse mythology, and these creatures existed. So to me, is like if they existed then in that area, mm. they still got to be there. And you that, know, was they the ones that they would see coming out of the fog? Yeah, this they, is the they basically move. Yeah, during, I mean, if you watch so. the Thirteenth Warrior again, as we said, Lee, mm. watch the movies. They're telling you. you. You can see signs in this because in the Thirteenth Warrior, obviously, uh, Antonio Antonio Banderas. It's a fantastic movie. Uh, anyway, the, the thing was that they he goes back. He's a Spanish poet, uh, but he's a, he's a warrior as well, a fighter. But he's you know he believes in you know he don't believe in supernatural stuff, and it. Um, he goes back with these Vikings to or these Northmen uh, to their village. He's getting attacked by these tr- creatures. Mm. He's killing the village off. Okay, so they go back in, uh, and the villagers are basically saying to him, "You know, the, the creatures are killing us." <clears throat> anyway, um, and also these creatures again, when they get a victim, they pull his head off. Yeah, you know, so there you go. It's linked. You, go, you, you have to connect the dots. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> anyway. It's and again uh, in North mythology in the Niflheim. It's the, the it's it's like the North. It's Viking. You know the the lower worlds. The you know the underworlds. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, the first underworld in Niflheim, right? It's called. Uh, uh, call it now. Anyway, the the, the first one. Um, it, what it is? They, there's nine worlds, and number one is uh, the the fog. They call it the white fog coming down. Well, in the thirteenth warrior, when the creatures that you see them coming out the mountains, coming out the caves. And as they're coming down, you see this white fog following them. I was thinking, the there we go. Yeah. Now, so in the movie, they're telling you uh, that this fog, the fog's coming down. So it's the underworld of the, mm. the underworld, underworld creatures, low astral, you know, and they're coming out. And you know, uh, and and this, uh, these uh, demons or whatever, there was human, but they had, but what got me is like they had, a, you know, they had a fear on them, and they had dog heads. Yeah. So it's like 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 a dog man, you know. And I thought he's telling you again. But again, supernatural were, creatures. Well, they weren't at all. Yeah, yeah. There's some the, 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 the near the end of the, the chief because they had to kill this uh, this woman in the village. She was a kind of a, a witch, white witch. Mm-hmm. But she says to take out the the, the this demons, you had to kill the queen. All right, here we go, queen yeah. of the hive. Yeah. yeah, and you had to kill out the big man, the leader. So, so the guy killed out the queen. And the big man, he was about 10 foot and he was like built like and he had a dog head. You know, he's a human, but he had this dog, dog bit, yeah, but our main's huge. And he killed him and then this scarpered. And where do we see that depicted? All over the world. All over. You know, human body, dog head. Well, you look at Egyptian, Horus. You know, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's there. It's, so it's in your know. face. And essentially, in that, there was living in caves. Yeah. And I've, had, I've seen reports where people have said they've seen him almost come out the ground, you know, like. Um, like a crevice in the ground and just pop out. Or yeah. Whatever, you know. I mean, I, I do believe, and again, I'll tell you, there is, as you said before, time slips. I think there's portals. Because there's many, I've done some more research, and I found that usually they see big bright lights. And then about maybe 10 minutes later, these creatures come out. Mm. So maybe there's there's some kind of portal. Yeah, they people, come through and yeah. come out. Well, there was know? one just recently in Mexico, actually, where this, this <clears throat> mountainside, I forget the name of it, but this uh, mountain, I think, it's, uh, not, I think it is a volcano. 
or mm. a volcano. Yeah. But essentially, it's been well known this area in I think it was definitely in Mexico, but it's well known for UFO activity. Yeah. And recently, a family were on a holiday there, and they actually filmed a black shape running up this mountain. And they said it was uh, huge, mm. and it was just running up the mountain, like you know, like yeah. I mean, you're talking a steep yeah, yeah, a lot. This thing just run up there and disappeared behind behind some rocks, whatever. So you know, you got you got a link there between the UFOs, and a lot of people say this stuff is connected. But I was talking to a guy, you know, a friend of mine, and he was in, I think he was in Death Valley. Uh, in America, and I think he was like doing the Route 66 or whatever, you know, he was on there. Yeah, the, holiday yeah, or whatever. Yeah. And they were bombing, they was driving along, and they, at some point they, they pulled over just to have a break because mm. it was hot or whatever. And yeah, uh, they was having drinks. And he said, We're looking out over the, what, which essentially is just desert land there. And in the haze, uh, well ahead of them, right? You're talking 300 uh, feet, you know, probably, I don't know, quite away. He said mm. quite away, but you could tell, he said you could tell there was three figures. Yeah. Moving and they were black against you know orange essentially mm. they were black and you could see there was moving you could see that from the distance they were there was huge he mm. said these figures must have been huge for us to yeah, see yeah. them that well and he said they just watched them there's probably there he said good 15 20 minutes actually mm. just sitting there having a drink or whatever and um they actually watched these things wander across this desert land and these three humongous yeah things and he said essentially well, what would you say they were and this is this is years back he was telling me this and i was saying oh, what do you mean like because I, I was thinking bigfoot right? yeah bigfoot and yeah. he was saying yeah i was saying bigfoot gets reported all over it's not yeah. you know, even desert location like to, you know particularly in texas places like i know texas got a lot of trees as well but it gets reported down there mm. you know more people would think than not but but he said all these things and uh, with his own eyes and again you know another friend of mine who was in the army uh, was in afghanistan and he said the Americans would come back to camp and tell stories of chasing these giants mm. in the hills. And, they, yeah. you know, they said the British lads would take the piss out of them. You know yeah. what I mean? Saying, you know, you're chasing giants and all that. And but they're there. But the, 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 the American soldiers say, look, you know, it's happening. This, we're out there looking, chasing yeah. these things. Uh, yeah. And reports. And just a story that he told me um, about his time in Afghanistan, which I thought was strange he's not really giant links but he was telling me about this this night where they was moving from one place to the next and again again it's just wasteland this particular this route that was taken and they, they had to stop because mm. uh, it was unsafe to move any there but during the night so they just made camp and there, there was uh, a truck he was driving trucks and basically they just pulled the, the trucks into like a circle you know like a wagon yeah and they were, that's it they just in there now in the back of his truck, there was a hammock set out and that, and he had another lad sleeping in the back of his truck, and he was sleeping in the cab. And he said it was quite late, it was like two in the morning, and he said, you're on edge, because you're, you're in the middle of nowhere, you yep. know, you know, it's dangerous. And, and he said he heard some rustling in the back of his wagon, and he, he, you know, that way you sort of open one eye, and then you listen, nothing happens, and yep. you close it again. And he said that happened, and then the second time he heard the noise, um, he thought, I better check this out. So he jumps out, he's got his gun. He's checking around the truck. He doesn't say anything in the truck, but he did lift the back of the truck and he did notice that his friend wasn't there. Mm. Um, but she just thought maybe he just got up for a piss or whatever. Mm. So he, he takes another walk around the truck and on the second lap of the truck, he hears some chanting. Um, which, well, he said it was chanting. You know, he said it was basically, you could hear something, uh, I'll, I'll do it. It was something along the lines of, uh, he said it was words, yeah. but he couldn't understand. Yeah, you know. different language. Essentially, yeah, and he could hear this chanting. He thought, "What the fuck?" And he said, "He's really on edge mm. now," you know, because so he he looks and he could see, and he said it was uh, obviously dark, but it was uh, light enough where you could mm. see a little ways. 
And he could see his mate sat down on some rocks, just cross-legged, sat down just about 20 yards from the truck. Mm. And he was he was on doing this chanting. So he shouts to him, no response. So he shouts to him again, no response. So he walks over to him. Now, he was saying that really you shouldn't leave the campsite because of IEDs. Yeah. And, and, you yeah. know, so it was it, it, the fact that this guy had walked over there was strange in, mm. in itself. But he, he, he knew he, had, he couldn't leave him there. So he, he walked over to him. And as he got around him, you could see that his eyes were shut. Mm. And he, he said the guy was asleep. Now, he, he knew from his CV life that you weren't supposed to wake people that were sleepwalking. It's mm. one of the things that you get told not to do. So he wasn't quite wanting to wake this guy, but this guy was just sitting there chanting. And he said not only was he chanting, but he was stacking rocks uh, in front of him like a pyramid. You know, mm. a big rock, smaller rock, smaller rock, smaller rock, smaller Just stacking them in a pyramid and then undoing them and then stacking them again. With his eyes closed, chanting. So eventually, I mean, he woke him up. You know, he said, mm. I do have no choice. I had to wake him up. So what are you doing here? You know, get back in the truck. So went back to the truck. And the following morning, he said to this guy, what the hell was you doing? Mm. He said, honestly, he says, I don't remember any of it. All I remember is you waking me up mm. uh, and then waking up this morning. But it, the other thing while he was uh, stationed there, or, you know, camped there, is that he noticed these flashing lights on the hillside. And he said they were green to yellow lights, just, mm. just flash, flash, flash or whatever. And at first, he, he caught it out of the corner of his eye and he, he looked across, didn't didn't see it for a little bit. And just as he was about to look away and go back to sleeping, he saw it again, flash, flash. And now he thought, first of all, he thought someone's up there mm. communicating, um, which, you know, puts them in a precarious position. Yep. So he kept his eye on it and he didn't see it again. But he, the following morning, when they got to where they was going, I forget where it was actually going to, there was a logbook there and he reported, uh, he reported this... To, to whoever you meant to report these things to. And when he was looking through the logbook, he noticed that this had been reported quite a few times Can't prior change. to these yeah. flashing lights on this hillside. And it actually showed that they sent special forces up there and, and all the rest of it actually camped on that hill. And there was no movement up there. There was nobody up there. Mm. There was no evidence that anyone had ever been up there yeah, you know, recently. So there was no, you know, he thought it was a sniper or whatever. But there was no evidence that anyone was up there. The special forces camped out there and they'd not... They've seen the lights themselves, mm. but no one knows up there. Present. So, yeah. uh, and that's in the same place where people are seeing giants. So, mm. you've got again, you've got this flashing lights, you've got the giants, you've got, I mean, I don't know what this guy was chanting and what all that, but he, I think Obviously, when he did, did some research on this area, he did find out that there used to be an ancient, um, it was some sort of ritual place. Yeah. You, know, so you usually find that, you know, that I think these were the, I think maybe the portals as well, you know, there's a certain site or burial site, ritual place. And as we know, ritual, it's just magic, you know, it's, mm. it's magic, it's real, it's, it's energy, you know, it's it's one place to another, it's black and white, you know, as above, so below, you know, and uh, it's, 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 well, you know, but people think, oh, the giant, they, they just, they watch too many movies, you know, the movies, you see all the giants, and it's, and they're, oh, it's, 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 it's fiction, it's fact. Well, I know. think a lot of these creatures now, yeah, I think we've talked about this before, but, with the deforestation and all the rest of it, and, the, and just the expanse of human population, these creatures are running out of habitats. Mm. Um, and I'm not just talking about giants here, I'm talking about you know, your big foots, your, your dogmen. I mean, look at the reports of dogmen that are coming in now. Yeah. You know, I know these have been reported way back when, you know, Native Americans yeah. have stories and all the rest of it. Absolutely. But up till recently, you got one, one or two every, I don't know, six months or mm. a year. Literally now you're getting weekly. Yeah. And that can only be because. We're moving into their territory. It can't mm. be any, uh, yeah. 
mean, it could be a case of either them getting more bold, mm. or but to me, it just looks like the more we, uh, as I said before, uh, you know, at the beginning of the show, we said about you know the Lord of the Rings and where Gandalf says, you know, it's it's just a time of man, you know, and we're going away now, so we'll let them grow and let man do what he's going to do, you mm. know. Uh, my take on it is that the time of man is nearly up, and yeah. I think magic will return. You know, like the the wizard Gandalf and all that stuff, and Merlin and that. It's it's in folklore, but it's truth. Mm. And I think the magic will return because man has made he only allowed to be so much damage. You know, I think the dog man and all these other creatures. Um, as we said before, I put them in two categories. I think one they are natural to the earth. And the other are lower astral realms, mm. you know, the demons and whatever you want to say, magic, black magician, mostly it's just more black spiritual, magicians. More. Yeah, yeah supernatural. Because uh, uh, we, we touched on this before about, you know, these dogmen encounters. Some say the, the dog looks at you and he's, off. he's not interested in you. He sees you, you're not a threat, he's off. Mm. But there's some encounters where uh, I've, I've listened to, which and then say some of these dogmen look at you and they're like they're looking through your soul, mm. you know, and he's, 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 he's frightened, he's a demon. That's that was that was the uh, that was the story behind the Luguru, which yeah. is the French word. Yeah, friend, absolutely. Uh, yeah. And that was said that if you uh, you could it could uh, take hold of you, and you only had so many days to yeah, yeah. get rid of it and all the rest. Of it, absolutely. So, so the, the supernatural, I think they're low astral realms based, definitely because um, I mean after we'll do this for another show, but uh, the the chemtrails and stuff and that, what they're trying to do, uh, they're trying to make this 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 realm this basic realm. Uh, Basically, low frequency. So the low frequency astral realms can come up. You know what I mean? Because I've seen it many times. What they're trying to do. That's another show. But yeah, definitely these creatures exist. I put them in two categories: one supernatural, whatever, another natural to the earth. But if they're, if they're destroying all the forests, which they are doing, mm. we know about them. Yeah. The farms, taking over yeah, the farms, yeah. all this stuff. What they're doing. I mean, it's it's psychotic, isn't it? Mm. It's psychopaths. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You know, it's psychotic. I mean, what, just there's no it, logic to it. Really. Why they're doing yeah, it? Yeah, you know, well, look at Agenda Twenty One. So. Absolutely, it's, but you know, uh, but if they, I mean, the poison in your food, the poison in your water supply. I mean, it it's madness. Mm. It's absolutely madness. I mean, I mean, they, they, I mean, these, well, was, these it, was it John Lennon that said? Um, yeah, yeah, it's uh, to by psychopaths. Yeah, psychopaths. Yeah, you know, you, you know the learn. You actually, I said before. You, yeah, absolutely. I'm <laughs> saying with George, uh, um, um, John Lennon, uh, George Allison. He was saying people think right now. No, he was. Uh, but anyway, that's some stuff. Anyway, um, what was it? Oh yeah. Um, so yeah, these these creatures uh, do exist, and I said it's uh, with these people are the madmen. You know, really, we live in actually a lunatic asylum. Mm. We live in a lunatic asylum. The world isn't sick. These people are sick, mm. you know. And, people uh, in control, essentially. Well, they're kind of in control, um, you know. That's another stuff. Oh, they're being controlled. They're on a leash, you see. Mm. But there's a, mark, there's, there's a line. And if they step over the line, these higher beings are going to come in and that's it. Mm. Good night. But it's... It, I hate... I mean, you just have to go... I mean... Just go out there now and look at the place. You just get a feeling of, you know, something's not right. It's never been right. But these, I'd say these, these creatures exist. The giants exist. I've dipped into this, not, I've checked into this Norway mythology. It's all there. And they still roam. And they may look at us as mad little men, mm. you know? Uh, you know, but it feels obviously like they have attacked the forest and nature. Yeah. We're destroying nature. So maybe what they're doing is fighting back, saying, hey, you're not, what, you know, what. So they'd say, well, that's that, that is, you know, that's a big part of not all um, Native Americans have uh, Bigfoot stories, but 
quite a few do, and a, and a lot of those that have the stories, they say that these people, are, these Bigfoots, are uh, looking after the forest. And Absolutely. They are connected to the forest. Yeah. So, so that does tie in with that. But I suppose just to finish is, uh, like I say, it's really difficult to find these giant stories. Yeah. And that could that could obviously mean that there's there's just another act not happening, mm. but it could also mean that they're not being reported because, like I say, the Bigfoot aspect of it, you know, getting reported as Bigfoot because yeah. that's the place you can go. There's no place to report giant no. sightings, no. is there? So you report it, a Bigfoot sighting. Um, so if there is anybody out there who thinks that they've seen a giant, then really, oh just yeah, or actually, if, if if you have any stories, if you can find any links, which mm. I've been trying to find of these. Sightings have some, you know, we've got some good sightings of Bigfoot, good sightings of Dogman, that sort of thing. But uh, oh, yeah. the giants are really very rare because, especially in Norway, because like they keep themselves to themselves. Yeah, the government take it, yeah. care, care of it, and it's, for sure, it's, it's not going out. Similar here, to yeah. Alaska, I mean, there's a lot yeah. of people who have seen them in Alaska but not reported. Yeah, for same same reasons as the ridicule and all the rest of it. But if there's anybody out there that's listening to this that has seen a giant and wants to let us know, then just let us know. At, um, Either on Twitter at the uh, DBTO podcast on there or the uh, DBTO podcast at gmail.com. You know, let us know. I'd love to hear those stories. But uh, thanks for listening. Thank you, Dave. Thank you. Derek is the new superintendent in a large unified school district. He wanted to hold the district accountable to the same standards they hold students to, to level up and surpass expectations. So he earned a doctoral degree in education online at Grand Canyon University. Now he's taking charge and making measured improvements. What do you think preparing students for success looks like? GCU offers over 175 high-quality online programs like this one. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu.